shore where the mountains meet the sea in a clapboard shack by a broken down tree. There's a light in the window, just salty gals inside. I'm not sure if they're witches, but you know that's implied. Got the storytelling, ego swelling, pillow talking, moonlight walking, sea hags. Welcome to the Sea Hags Podcast. I'm Chris Jeffa. And I'm Katie Norgren. And we're at my house today. <laughs> we're in the Riverside Shack. We're just really loving this on-location podcasting. It's just good. It's good, and you're such a you're such a brat about town that it's hard to pin you down anywhere. We have to get you on location. <laughs> Yesterday I was just like, okay, can we podcast in the car on the way to the show that we're going to see? Because <laughs> I literally have no time otherwise. Oh, I feel so bad because I have time, and I'm so lazy. And I, I'll meet you anywhere, anytime, but I'm so glad you came to my house today because I'm just knackered. I took a day off work to do this, Katie. That's a lie. I took a day off work anyway. Yeah, and then now you're doing this. Yes. Which is great. Yeah, I have I have a gig tonight. A gig. A gig. I'm playing at a labor appreciation gala. No one appreciates labor like yeah. you do. So I got to sit in the corner with a cello and play some songs. Uh, haven't done that for like a year. I barely even picked up my instrument, so here's hoping I can still do it. Your hands don't turn into little lobster claws yeah. in the middle of things. Well, like, I can play the cello okay, but it's the uh, the loop station that I like to build cool background loops to. Right. And I definitely haven't used that in a really long time. And the other day, I was practicing with it, and I, like, can't do it. So oh. I'm very, very nervous. Oh, dear. I'm very scared. But they already paid me for the gig, and I already cashed the check, so I have to do it. And you have to do a good job. I have to do a really good job. Uh-oh. So, uh, yeah, watch this space for just, my just inevitable play songs humiliation just in front of my coworker. Play songs that are all about, like, play Rihanna's work. It should just be all songs about labor. Quack, 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 quack. Oh my god, that's actually very funny. It's almost like I've written comedy jokes before. You? You. Yes. You. Speaking of comedy jokes, what have we been up to lately? We went and saw Sophie Buttle. Oh, no guest today, by the way. Oh yeah, we don't have a guest. We're just at Katie's house in yeah. blankets, because it's fucking November and I hate it. Yeah, it's we hate it very much. Um, by the time this comes out, it'll be December, and Mercury will be in a retrograde. And it will be a full moon, and we're all gonna die. We're all gonna die. But it's cool. We've got Nog, and that's the important it thing. It is Nog season. It's, the Nog season is upon us. Uh-huh. I'm not having any. Nog is gross. We were talking about, like, what if you just drank, like, six rum and eggnogs? Yeah, like, what about, because we went to Burgoo last night downtown mm-hmm. before uh, before we went to the show, and uh, they had Dark and Stormy's on special, which I love, because I love ginger beer, and so I was guzzling those, and we just thought, like, what if something else had been on special? Uh, like, rum and eggnog. Like, could, could you really chug six of those, and what would happen if you did? It would be... So sweet and so disgusting and so thick. <laughs> like, the sweats in the middle of the night that would come with that would just be nog-flavored, basically. Like, <laughs> you just have, essentially, like, French toast batter coming out of your pores. That's super disgusting, and I kind of want to experiment. See <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's actually true. That's, like, the true, the true vibe of the scientist, the true spirit of discovery is to, you'll experiment on yourself with horrible things. That's mm-hmm. how we figured out how ulcers work, because someone just drank H. pylori. 
Oh, God, really? Yeah, people are gross. That's how they figured out that, that stool transplants work, too. Ew. And where pain comes from and all kinds of stuff. Like that guy who's like, I heard that if you get ringworm, maybe it'll help with allergies. And so then he went to Mexico and just walked around barefoot in, like, toilets areas. <laughs> hey, you're not special. Any of us could do that if we wanted to. <laughs> but it worked. It cured his allergies. Yeah, I went to JJ Spa and I didn't bring shower shoes. And you know what? My feet are... Okay-ish. <laughs> <laughs> I want, oh my god. I was on the Sky Train coming here and I was like, if I just don't get off this train and transfer, I would go all the way to Coquitlam right near JJ Spa. Just like roll in there, just taking off your clothes before you're even through the door. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Katie, I couldn't make it. I went to Coquitlam instead. <laughs> just like a little cartoon butt running inside, <laughs> like, wait for me! <laughs> just like dive into the baths. Sploosh. I want to sit in a hot tub. That would be so nice. We could do it. There is one in the building. Oh. But there is often a, a large, a large Russian man in there. He's a very big bear. Just in the middle of the day? It's like hanging? Sure. Sometimes I see him coming up or going down in the evening especially, and he's wearing like a huge Hugo Boss robe. It's the most luscious bathrobe. Ooh. It's clearly a $200 bathrobe. That's a lifestyle. Yeah, he's scary. When the fire alarm went off here a few months ago, uh, I was with my friend Janessa, and we didn't particularly want to leave because we figured it was a false alarm and we didn't want to stand outside for two hours then we don't care about our lives. So uh, so we didn't go, uh, and I was just chilling on the balcony looking out at uh, everybody gathering on the street, and then I noticed that that guy was two floors down on his balcony barbecuing in his underwear. <laughs> and he wasn't leaving, and I'm like, well, if Vigny's not leaving, I'm not leaving either. <laughs> That's baller. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, we're not on fire. We're clearly not on fire. If I saw any fire, I would leave. But how do you know it's not, like, on one of the lower floors that you can't see? Smoke? Uh, what if it's on one of the higher floors that you can't see? Uh, screams. <laughs> I don't hear any screams, so I think we're fine. Yeah, I just, that's, that's what, that's what 2017 has done to us. Let's, let's be frank about this, is that we just don't care anymore. <laughs> like, the meteor's coming for Earth. Cool! <laughs> Good, we need it. <laughs> Good, some external force is wiping this off the entire universe. Start over. Hard reset. <laughs> yes. Control, alt, delete. Yeah. Thank you. My god. Yeah. I don't really want that to happen, but at this point I would just be kind of like, cool, no problem. Cool. Yeah. Scream. I guess I guess Smoke. we've done all we can. Let's uh, <laughs> let's just get drunk and sit in a hot tub. I thought you were gonna say get drunk and screw. I'm like, ah, oh, my favorite Jimmy Buffett song. Ah, why don't we get drunk and screw? That's the one. That's it, right? It's yep. <laughs> exactly how it goes. Okay, great. I know the title and the chorus. I know all of the James Buffett hits. <laughs> James Q. Buffett Tiberius. Esquire. James Tiberius Buffett. <laughs> Lord. So, Sophie's show last night, she was recording, uh, she was, Sophie Buttle, not a past guest, hopefully future guest, she recorded her first comedy album over the last couple of days. She was fantastic. It was so good. She's so pretty and so smart and funny, <laughs> which I like, and, uh, you know, she's, uh, she's gonna get a patent for that BJ bib, I think. <laughs> Gross. It was really good. We also got to see, um, several... Friends of mine, uh, or I guess acquaintances, friends, mm -hmm. acquaintances, Steve Letts uh, was on the show, as was uh, Gavin Matz and Sophie's boyfriend, Mace Galoni, who is such a poindexter. He was so fucking funny, He's though. He's really oh good. My God. He's a great com comedy man. 
I tried to say comedian, and it started coming out super wrong. Comedy man. He's a great comedy man. Comedian. But he's such like a, they're, he's such a cute little kid, and she's so like fake mean. It's really funny to think about them being like a loving couple who adore each other. <laughs> Just because their personas are so different. Like she's the cool girl bitch, and he's like the philosopher nerd. Maybe it's actually perfect though. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I like it. I like an age appropriate comedy match. <laughs> That sounds pointed. It's not meant to be. <laughs> just, you know, gestures vaguely at everything. <laughs> just gestures vaguely at the world and power don't, balances. Don't date children, everybody. Yeah, don't be gross. Oh, God, we weren't going to do it. No, we sorry. We weren't going to talk about it. We were it. just like, let's figure out a topic that's not sexual assault this time. Name ten things that aren't sexual assault. Uh, honey. Um, house paint. Uh, checkers. <laughs> Steam vent. Steampunk. Are we just naming things in the room? I'm looking outside. Yep. Uh, lamp is good. I love lamp. Oh, uh, yeah, nobody's ever said that before. Shut up! I, I realized that I'd set it up and you knocked it down. Yeah, I'm, yeah. Just, I'm just taking what you're giving me. I'm not the comedy person. Come yeah, on. no, the, the supply chain is, is poor. I'm, at allow the <laughs> I'm allowed to use hackneyed. Uh, you know, comedy memes, because well, I'm not a comedian. completely forgot that hackneyed is where hack comes from. Yeah. <laughs> I just kept thinking about, like, yeah, this is like somebody who's just hacking at a bad joke. <laughs> I was being stupid. <laughs> I guess it is, you could use it that way. You know, they've just got, like, a dull axe, and they're just, like, hacking away at the same premise yeah, you, until you, it whittles down into a teeny tiny little joke stump. A teeny tiny joke stump. A whittled beautiful sculpture of Ooh. humor. Your line from last night? What? Do you remember your genius line from no, last I'm night? No, I'm just, I'm all so genius I can't keep track. You're also pretty sh Okay. <laughs> Wine. <laughs> we went to comedy. We what had, did I say? You said... <gasps> Does it, does it, they have to grind so that they can become polished? Oh yeah, that was really good. That's my insight into comedy in 2017. I liked it very much. I was also drunk. Yeah. And a little hot. But you know, yeah. comedians have to grind all the time and that's how you get polished. Yeah, and I have Like a been... gem in a gem tumbler. And I'm, I'm like a rough stone barely hewn from the mountain right now. Because oh, I yeah? took all of November off from doing stand-up comedy. I did... The last show I did was on October 31st, and I don't have oh. another one until December 2nd, which is this Saturday. And uh, I'm not nervous about it, but I also feel very, like, creaky. Oh, yeah. Because I just haven't wanted to at all. Like, because it's not my job, right? Like, comedy is not my career. Uh, it's supposed to be a hobby. It's supposed to be fun. And it just was not a fun idea. I was like, I don't want to do anything. I don't want to go to an open mic and hear people, like, tell jokes about Louis C.K. or, like... Yeah, I just don't want it. Yeah, the climate is kind of yucky right now, and you just want it to be out of that. It's icky. And people are like, oh, this is this is germane. This is current. And we're all like, women are just like, please, it's already so hostile. <laughs> please. Just leave it alone. Yeah. Boom. And then here's us not leaving it alone. I know, but it's just there. It's just there. It's just everything. It's like the common cold common. Mm -hmm. Intrepid listeners will remember back in last November, you were just like, November's great now. I love November. No. How's that working out for you? No. 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 Just, it's bleak. I like, I woke up at like 1030 this morning and there was just no change in light 
You know, like, you know how when you, you wake up and it looks like daytime? Like, yeah. it just isn't. Like, there's just dark. Yeah. And so then there's no motivation to even, like, get out of bed. Yeah, I really, I will theoretically go to the gym after we record today, but um, more likely... No, you're going to do it. Okay, yeah, I am going to do it, I'm but gonna I'm, not gonna, I'm not going to like it. <laughs> but I'm going to come back here and just take a nap for all day, pretty much, mm-hmm. I think. Like, I'm just pooped. I'm pooped. I'm pooped. Yeah, my plan was I'm going to go to the new S market, like the key, and try to find a Christmas present for my mom's boyfriend. And then I have to write a poem about it because of St. Nicholas Dutch people. The Dutch. That's, that's our family tradition is you write a poem where you tease somebody about something. And I don't want to tease this guy about totaling his nice car, but that's the only thing that's happened in the last little while. You just tease him about how he looks like a Totoro. Yeah. Just be like, uh, you're a gentle Shinto forest creature. Can I just get him a Totoro? Do we have those in New West? Uh, possibly. Uh, but he's just such a big cute guy and your mom's such a little cute lady. And it's so cute to watch them together because they like to watch stand-up comedy on TV and George will lie down on the sofa and then your mom will just wedge in between him and the sofa and she's so small. (laughs) Such a small lady and he's such a big man. And then their little dog will sit on my mom. It's very it's cute. It's just like, yeah, it's like one of those, it's totally like a Miyazaki movie, basically. It's just like adorable proportions at play. And just people loving each other a lot. That's nice. Yeah, it's really You good. don't really want to make fun of it. Well, maybe I can. Yeah. You guys love each other. Ew. <laughs> I could get him something for cuddling. <laughs> <laughs> one of those giant body pillows that wraps around you. That'd be crazy. Mm-hmm. Mm, probably a bajillion dollars. On yeah, that. if I'm gonna buy a really nice body pillow, that's gonna be for me. Yeah. <laughs> like that's not a gift for somebody else. No, that's very intimate. It's like I, I presume to know your needs. Here's a pillow for your whole body. <laughs> like oh, I didn't realize how tired I was. Thank you. My whole body needs to rest its head on a pillow. I really want a full body pillow now. I'm a little so yeah. So I was gonna go to the market. And now I'm just kind of like, ugh. <laughs> it's so rainy and gross. It's but... very gross, but there is also a really cute store closer to my house, so you don't have to go all the way there. Oh, yeah, what's that? It's brick and mortar. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's good. I can maybe find something cute there. Yeah. I wanted to find somewhere to, like, eat a really nice uh, hearty food of some kind. Okay, well, if you want to do that, then the key, for yeah. sure. There's great food there. Yeah, so I'm going to go do that thing. I'm going to... Go home. I'm not going to get a chance to nap. I'm just going to have to drive right out to the fabulous Burnaby Metro Town Hilton. Ooh. Yeah. Sexy. I don't actually know how to drive to Burnaby, so it's going to be fun. Yeah. I just always take the SkyTrain. It's very simple. Just go up Boundary. Okay. Okay. Great. This is is a really awesome content. We're just talking to each other about what to do for the rest of the day. (laughs) Amazing. I forgot we were recording, actually. Oh my god. That's amazing. I really did. I forgot completely. Yeah, that's just to wow. show how seriously we've been taking this. So my plan for 2018 <laughs> is to have a little more thematics going in. Yeah, that's maybe fair. to a podcast. I mean, I love our chats and stuff, but I'm like, mm, our friends are very patient people. If they're still listening yeah. to us, oh, they can't all be ballads, Julian. <laughs> they're fine. It's <laughs> uh. From a song, I don't know. Is it? Yeah. Is it a Beatles song? No, it's oh. a song about Julian Lennon. Well, 
yeah. it's related to the Beatles. Yeah, I don't even know who it's by. I'm so tired, you guys. <laughs> I was just like, can we just skip this week? In my mind, but I didn't say yeah. it out loud. Because I mean, we can't skip a week. No, but we can certainly phone in a week. Yeah, so that's what this is. Yeah, I just feel like that, yes, that's kind of been the theme in the last little while. We're like, I don't know, it's not good. Yeah, but I mean, there's value in it, but it's also, we're not, we're not giving the audience anything beyond just being consistent. And that's all we ever promised. Yeah. <laughs> was that we will release them regularly. They won't necessarily be good, but we'll do it. These, when we do like 500 episodes, we'll be able to chart out our like m- mood biorhythms just by like... Oh my god. You know. Easily. Over time, we can see a pattern emerge. So maybe the ones in the winter will just be a little more snuggly and... Subdued. Yeah. I'm trying to think, like, what's what's exciting? What's interesting? Like, it's just things are bad, still. And so it's hard. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, I'm super grateful still that I have antidepressants, because even though I'm not thrilled like I was last fall... Because you just started them, and you're just like, hooray! Well, everything's it's like, fine. I've got serotonin in my brain for the first time in a bajillion years, it feels like. And now I'm, I'm not, like, desperately sad. Just, ugh. Which is uh, a leg up from how my depression was previously. That's so very good. It's much more manageable. I'm still very functional, but it's just like, yeah, I have seasonal effectiveness disorder too. It's not like there are two super distinct things. It's just one gets way worse during one part of the year and it increases the depression, mm-hmm. right? Like, whatever. It just is what it is. A lot of people like, I know actually get really pumped up in the winter. For what? <laughs> They just, their bodies are not made for the summer. Oh, that's yeah, true. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, folks who could just easily wear shorts all winter, like crazy bus drivers do all the time. <laughs> They're just people who just run a little bit hotter, I think. Whereas... And those people that really like skiing really like this yeah. weather, I guess. Or love like... coats, just wearing coats. That was Graham Clark's bit last night. He's like, I love fall because, like, it's a mystery what's <laughs> under all of the layers. <laughs> I actually do love... I've just got a normal body under here. Shh. <laughs> <laughs> I do love wearing large swaths of fabric. I love voluminous. Mm-hmm. Big sweaters. Getting draped. I do. I like things that make me look small inside of them. Which is not many things. It has to be a very big thing. <laughs> just wear like a giant blanket scarf like, like Lenny a, Kravitz. Like Lenny Kravitz. I want to look like a teapot in a tea cozy. That's that's my, that's my style goals. That's very cute. And you just walk around with one hand out and the other on your hip. I'm just Mrs. Potts from Beauty and the Beast. Oh, and basically. it could be Chip. Yes! <laughs> that would be a very cute couples costume for us. <laughs> we always talk about that and then we never do it. We never do a couples costume. Because that would be strange, but fun. Yeah. Yeah, I guess we could just be sea hags. That's cheating, though, because yeah. we already are. Yeah. Hmm. What can uh, we talk about today? Something that I'm really thankful for, which is resurging on Twitter. Uh, I've curated my Twitter feed a lot better. It's those fucking memes about plums in the icebox. Oh, poem, poetry <laughs> memes. Poetry memes. I just love them so much. You love the baby shoes never worn? Yes. Uh, the William Carlos Williams plums in the icebox. I know that's not what it's called, but... That's what it is. That's what it is. Uh... I just, I love the baby shoes one so much, and I got to do my own the other day. <laughs> there was an, that was a very good one. Yeah. I really liked it. I, I saw an Ozymandias one yesterday, oh. or the other day, that was a, uh, it was All Star by Smash Mouth, but it was about Ozymandias or Ozymandias. <laughs> oh my god. It was incredible. 
So those things. Somebody once told me an ancient man was sick. It was like really, <laughs> really good. I like it. And I, I got, yeah, doctor, doctor, give me the news. I got an unworn pair of baby shoes. <laughs> but my friend was just like, oh my God, are you pregnant? I'm like, shut up. It was very funny. Yeah. No. I was like, that's, that's not how I'm going to announce it, you guys. Yeah. Like, the, the former doula slash, like, baby lover is not going to be like, doctor, doctor, give me the news. Here's a joke about a baby that died. <laughs> yeah, right. It's not really, yeah. Follow the context clues. Yeah. To arrive at a humorous conclusion. <laughs> Just a humorous conclusion. A humorous conclusion. Ooh, tell us about Canadian Dainty. Oh, can, the Canadian Dainty. Okay, we're just like going back through our own Twitter feeds in our head. No! That's amazing. <laughs> we were talking about it last night, so that's why I was thinking about it. It's true. We had such a fun little date last night. Um, and Canadian Dainty, I don't know a ton about it, but basically uh, I've always been a huge fan of the transatlantic accent, which is popularized in the 20s, 30s, and 40s by um, British-American film stars mostly, like any kind of like stage performer or radio performer, but basically people who talked for part of their living, they, uh, if they were from Britain or from the U.S., you know, like they were born in one place and they, they spent time in another, they just basically developed this amalgamated accent that was sort of like a very clipped and shortened British accent and a little harsher, but it was, it's like how Catherine Hepburn talked in mm -hmm. movies, right? Like, oh, how dare you say those kinds of things to me? It's very outrageous that you would even suggest such a thing. <laughs> so I just love it. it. Sounds like such a brassy dame. It does, and uh, even that's not quite it. That's a little bit more Americanized. But uh, yeah, they, that's that's how Cary Grant talked. So uh, Catherine Hepburn talked. Like it, it was sort of the whole thing. And there was I found out while I was researching this accent because it just cracks me up. I just it's so fakey. Like it's so posh, and it's so funny. It just communicates emotion with such dramatics, <laughs> which I guess is why they do it. Mm -hmm. um, but there was a Canadian version that was popular uh, around the First World War towards the start of the Second World War, and then it just dropped off completely, that was called the Canadian Dainty. And I just love that name. That's so funny, and it's so <laughs> like, yeah, because like, transatlantic accent sounds like it sounds like Charles Lindbergh's fucking plane just flying over the ocean, right? <laughs> like, with stark brutalist, art deco-y lines or something. Transatlantic, it's metal, the radio's working, you know? But Canadian Dainty just sounds like you fucking poured Tim Hortons coffee on it or something. <laughs> like, it's so, like, oh, did Susanna Moody knit me a doily? Like, what the fuck, man? That's really adorable. Yeah, I like it. Canadian, I want to know more about Canadian Dainty. Canadians want to be British so bad. <laughs> Why? That was the, that's a big thing on Tumblr. American teens are like that are into Doctor Whom and Hamilton and stuff are like, let's get get the uh, let's get the Empire going again. We can all be British. It's like, oh, you know, imperialism's bad, right? Like, it's not a good thing. I saw a thing that was like. Yeah, in Britain we don't have Thanksgiving because if we had to remember all of the like Whoa. countries that we like colonized, colonized and brutalized. we just would never have to go to work. Every day would be a day off. Oh boy. <laughs> oh boy, the world's bad, Chris. It's oh, no, bad. I'm spiraling. I'm spiraling. Well, we could talk What's about What's good? What's good? What's good? The royal engagement. Oh boy. <laughs> 
she's Prince, pretty and he's Prince the cuter Harry, one. Yeah, Prince Harry and Meghan Markle. Good for them. She's biracial, so maybe it'll kill Prince Philip finally because he's such a racist old horn dog. He's gonna touch her butt probably yeah. first. Gross. Yes. Or they just haven't told him that she's black. Yeah. Or part black. <laughs> like, <laughs> like you've got quite a tan, don't you? <laughs> oh, I'm dying. Good night. <laughs> and then Prince Philip died. And they didn't have to embalm him because he was already a stick of turkey jerky. He's pretty old. He's pretty jerky. <laughs> yeah. But that was like, so then lots of people were talking about England again and like, why do we even care about the monarchy? And I don't know. It's pretty funny. It's dumb. There was some like, oh my God, it's a long game because then his kids will be American and then like... They could be president. They could be president and in line for the throne at the same time and that's why how Britain will get America again no. or whatever. It's like, no, I don't think Britain wants it. It's a garbage fire. It's bad. And also Britain's not doing so great either. Yeah, I didn't... So I didn't do the smart thing that you did, which was I did not curate my Twitter feed. I've, I've muted a few people who just like only spew doom, but... There's definitely still so much stuff, and I just, like, st I keep thinking about things to talk about, and it's all very bad. I know, I was gonna say, hey, in Britain, and, like, their newspaper's being super anti-trans right now. Oh, yeah. That's it's, shitty. It's bad. Yeah, it's very transphobic there, too. The world's bad. What's good? What's good? <laughs> What's good right now? Um, uh... There's that newsletter that Josh Gondelman and, like, Johnny Sun and a few people put out every week. It's called Bouncy Castle. What? And you can get it delivered to your inbox, and it's just, like, nice little joy things. Oh, I'll get that. It's very cute. Okay, cool. Uh, what else? What else? What else? What else? <laughs> uh, I was hoping we could milk that for a couple minutes. Nope. No, it's gotta be bigger. Um, <laughs> hmm, they're putting in a pizza basement in my house. A pizza basement? <laughs> yeah. You mean a pizza restaurant? Yeah, in my basement. <laughs> pizza basement. Pizza basement. It's, yeah, no, I've already talked about this on the podcast, but they're putting in a Ludica in my building, and that's, that's probably a bad idea, because we've just, like, really super identified where I live. <laughs> that's fine, I don't care. No one can get in. I could barely get into your fucking yeah, house. Yeah, you really, today. and I was trying very hard to let you in. So, okay, it's fine. Yeah, they're putting in a Pizzeria Ludica in my building, which is a games restaurant. They have games sommeliers, apparently. Which is cool. Yeah. If I could make one low-key wish that would just change something about my personality, it would be to have a sudden appreciation for video games and board games. It would make me understand people so much better. Because all of your friends are into it and you're just, like, not at I all. I don't care. Like, I like card games or word games, and that's pretty much it. Or games where I have to, like, pretend to be something or draw something. But, like, not strategy. Not role-playing. Mm. I guess role-playing is what I just described. What I meant was charades, which I guess is role-playing. <laughs> That's a very loose definition. Yeah. <laughs> role-playing. Well, you know, I just... You're just acting out, like, a shape or, like, a word. <laughs> dignity, Luann! It's dignity! <laughs> I just remembered that I'm gonna do all this, like, family stuff in the next little while, so yeah. that means that I'm gonna be playing a lot of board games, probably. Oh, fun! You will be bored with yeah. games. Well, last year, we uh, when I went up to visit Ed's family, we did like a five-hour game of Risk. Oh, ugh. I loved it, but like the little kids were just really not into it. Fucking no kidding! I fucking dominated. You killed them. <laughs> Portland just, is taking over the world. I just like to make alliances and then break. Them. <laughs> I'm very bad. I like cheated all games. 
Jesse's just such a Slytherin Capricorn. Yeah, so I was training the youngest one to be on my team and to, like, okay, here's what you do. Oh my god, you're getting a, a despot to leave your leave your legacy to. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm grooming my successor. Oh my god. <laughs> Lord Tundren. So yeah, you got St. Nicholas this week. So I guess we are going into like the dead heat of uh, celebrations because it's your birthday coming up very soon. Uh-huh. I mean, your birthday comes up as soon as JC's does, but... Yeah. Uh, but, uh, but you don't celebrate it then because he took your thunder as we've... No one's around on Christmas Day proper to celebrate a birthday with this little kid, so... No. I like to have it before everyone flies back to Ontario or whatever the fuck. Yeah, yeah, so. yep. So we got that coming up. We got my wife's birthday coming up. We got past guest Jen Clark's birthday coming up. Mm-hmm. And so many babies born in December. Who be fucking in March? People be fucking. <laughs> That's my birth month. St. Patrick's Day. Oh! <laughs> Maybe. Oh my goodness, you're probably right. <laughs> A feedly dee. You touch my shillelagh. <laughs> Are you doing, do you have like an office Christmas party thing that you're going to? No, 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 it's it. just during the day. Like we just go for lunch, it's bunk. It stinks. Yeah. It's fine. I have a really small office now and so there's no, I, like man, when I was working at the research place and even my uh, old like frontline housing job, they throw, they throw to some wicked They They throw to some good party. Yeah, like they just like put on a huge bash. It was a very banger. fun. Um, a ranger. There was one of the one of the parties one year was like a Ramones tribute band. Oh, fun! <laughs> which was pretty cool. That's really cool. And uh, everyone's like punks and dancing on the tables and stuff like that. It was great. Jeez, yeah. And no, then... we just go to the Diamond Alumni Center for the buffet lunch. <laughs> we barely, we don't even get booths. Yeah, because it's, it's in the middle of the day. It's not the best. That's too bad. You Sorry, gotta SMB. you gotta have like a little bit of like chill casual time with your coworkers where you can drink a little and get a little bit loose and like yeah understand each other as people and not just annoyance <laughs> yeah but then we, well I mean I love my coworkers yeah. but then we'd have to you know get together at a time that wasn't at work and none of us wanted to do that <laughs> yes yeah, so I hosted our staff party and now I have a very small office there's only a few of us right and uh, so I hosted that at my house and it was just like yeah we'll just get a you know, some beers and some Indian takeout and just sit on my floor and, like, chit-chat. And a box was, of wine. It was actually really nice, though. That's great. Um, so we got to, you know, commune as people instead of extremely stressed out people. Mm, yeah, that's a nice thing to do. And my house was very cozy and everybody really liked it, so that was cool. That's good. You're embracing Huga Styles. Mm-hmm. I did, uh, did I talk? No, because we recorded it last weekend. Uh, I made, like, the best soup ever. Oh, yes. Um, I still have some in my, in my, in my fridge. I'm refraining from going and grabbing it and making you smell it live on air. <laughs> it's like, well, we I'm could sh- use the, we could use the segment, Katie. No, uh, it's, uh. Um, I'm sure it's amazing. Yeah, it's white bean with roasted garlic. And it is, and some kale, and it is just absolutely fantastic. With I cooked it with a Parmesan rind in it. Mm. I can't recommend that enough for like a brothy soup. Oh my god, it's good. Right on. Yeah, it's delish. Mm, maybe I'll do that. I also made a kale and white bean soup yeah, like on the well, same day. We're the same people. It's the season. And I found this really good bouillon that's like fine, bouillon. fine herbs, and so it's very green. <laughs> I don't know if they are Provence or not, but they're very delicious. De Provence, yeah. <laughs> it sounded like you were puking. <laughs> no, my puking sounds way different. Ew. <laughs> Gross. Sorry, metaphobes. Um, 
But yeah, so then I'm just thinking about like any other parties that I get to go to. There's apparently like a very cool holiday party that is just put on by, I don't know, you're just allowed to go and Ugh. you just like show up and it's very fun and it's free and I think it's like, it's a whole bunch of like rich people that just like put it on. Yeah. And apparently everyone knows about it because I mentioned it to coworkers and they're just like, oh yeah, that party, I go every year. I'm like, what is this? So... I need a rich person to, you know, invite me to a party so I can have fun for no money. Yeah. Because um, I'm very poor right now. So I'm excited to check that out, but, like, I need to get my, like, holiday party outfit together. Mm. And so I've got a red dress and a green dress in the same <laughs> style. <laughs> and you can wear, like, blingy jewelry. It's true. It's true. I might just dye my hair completely green and just put some ornaments in there. No, don't do that. That would be really stupid. <laughs> I would make fun of you really, really hard. Oh, I, I would might. hate it. Yeah, no, I'm not gonna do that. Uh, <laughs> no, I don't. I don't have any hell. I'm not. I, I literally don't have any Christmas plans right now. Mm-hmm. I'm going to see my parents on the third. I have. They've been in. Um, because my dad also has seasonal affectiveness disorder, so they go to, um, Arizona every November just for the whole month, so they don't have to be in BC during November. Very smart. Just so skip like, it altogether. Super, super smart. And last year, they weren't home for Christmas. Uh, so, like, they just straight up went to Southeast Asia. Nice. Uh, and we're not here for Christmas, so we didn't have any plans last year either. So, it was, we saved a lot of money that way. Yeah. I feel kind of bad, like, but I just don't really do Christmas. Like, I don't really buy a lot of gifts for anybody. Um, I buy birthday gifts for people whose birthdays are in December, because five of my closest friends are in birthdays in December, it feels mm-hmm. like, so. Or November, for that matter. So... I just, yeah, I don't, I don't have the income to buy presents anymore. Yeah. We've really phased that out in our family. Like, we used to do a present for everybody. Yeah. And now it's like you just draw one name, and yeah. even that feels like a lot. And then, like, in, in Ed's side of the family, yeah, they, I think they pulled names, but they don't even really do that anymore. Yeah. It's just like, it beca- it became such a, like, you have to get so much stuff for all the kids and all the stuff, and now we're just like, no... Not yeah. anymore. The one thing I'm hoping for is just a little bit of cash money uh, for Christmas or birthday or whatever, just so I can go to England. Yeah. I already got my tickets, so I gotta go. Um, but, you know, it remains to be seen how much fun I'm allowed to have when I go there. Mm-hmm. Um, because you gotta have a lot of money in London. It yeah. turns out it's very expensive It's there. so fucking expensive. But, like, you know, if... I stay at a place that has, like, a kitchen or a kitchenette, then it shouldn't be that expensive. Because if you buy things in a grocery store, it's actually quite cheap. Yeah, they have really good, like, all the Tesco things, like, tons of really good microwave dinners there. <laughs> That's what I lived on in Scotland, basically. It was just, like... Did you go to Greg's and get a steak pie? Yeah, of course I went to Greg's and got a steak pie. Are you kidding? There's a Greg's on my commute to work. It was perfect. You just <laughs> stop in there in the morning, get an onion and cheese tart. Come on. Oh, that sounds great. Yeah. Onion and cheese tart. Jesus H. Yeah. Oh, man. Sorry, I just really got excited about that. (laughs) I like onions a lot. You're going to eat so many pasties. 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 You're not going to eat little nibble, nibble off of nipples of strippers. (laughs) (laughs) Nibbles off the nipples of strippers? That's a fucking tongue teaser, if ever there was one, both in practice and in saying it. Oh, very good. A fiddly dee da dee. Yeah. Whatever. It's a horny time of year, too, because everybody's cold and they want to warm up. <laughs> Is it a horny time of year? Well, I don't know. I can only speak for myself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But, yeah, our... That, that would be a very funny combo, depression and horniness. It doesn't really go together. 
Yeah, you just stay in bed masturbating all the time. Oh, well, yeah, okay, fine, sure, that's pretty much... <laughs> that seems like that goes together. That, that feels true to true life. Oh, so, sorry, I interrupted you, you were gonna say something. Oh, just that, uh, now, like, I'm actually kind of excited for, like, Christmassy season, though, because I have a coworker who's super into Christmas. Just so very much into Christmas, like, as in, she has a sweater that lights up, and it's amazing. Oh my god. <laughs> and, uh, and a necklace string of lights that also lights up, and... That's really enthusiastic. Yeah, and it's, like, I thought it would be like, oh, it's so annoying, but it's adorable, because she's so enthusiastic about it, so then we decorate the office. That's really Make cute. it look cute. Um, we wanted to do, like, an office photo shoot <laughs> to put on Christmas cards, but then oh, that's didn't adorable. have time. That's really um, cute. And, like, we're gonna go... Like, skating. <laughs> oh, no, I hate skating. <laughs> Do you really? But I don't have to go, so I don't know why I said I don't... I, I said, oh, no, because it's not like I have to go with you. Yeah. Do I you... do really hate skating. Why? I always fall and I always hurt my wrists. Oh, no. Every single time. Like, I could go if I wore knee pads and, and wrist guards, but I'm just... I don't ambulate well on skates of any kind, whether it's a rollerblade, a ice blade... Or a four-box roller skate. Ooh, I don't like those. I don't either. I don't even like riding a bicycle. Like, I just when get hurt. Is involved, yeah. I get hurt easily when I'm moving on something that isn't my feet. I think my center of gravity is much lower than yours. Yeah, so I can... you know what? I'm very top-heavy, <laughs> while also being very bottom-heavy, which is confusing. It's just I got super long legs and a big fat ass, and <laughs> like a pretty big upper body, too, so. It's like a ballast. <laughs> yeah, and it's not like my legs are, like, I don't have, like, skinny little legs. Like, I don't look like a potato on toothpicks or something, but, you know. I just got a big butt! And it really wants to go behind me and fall on the ground. Like, it wants to commune with the earth. My root chakra's like, get me back down there. Your <laughs> root chakra. That's up your butt, right? <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure it's up your butt and taint. <laughs> yeah, because I've definitely contacted the pavement with my butt and taint on several occasions <laughs> on rollerblades. Oh, no. Usually on a bike, if I fall, I hit my elbows. Yeah. Yeah. I really hope, because I'm going to go skating at a very public place with media, and I really hope I don't fall. And then they just, like, video you trying to get up, and it, it takes, like, half an hour, and, and just, they just keep using it as B-roll on, on the news. They keep scrabbling. That's that's it for us on Global Tonight. Uh, to play you out, here is a, a little teapot. <laughs> and it just plays Baby Elephant Walk while you're trying to get up. I'm concerned about this. And I haven't been jingling bells over top. It'll of be it. my first skate of the year, and I almost want to go practice at the ice rink beforehand. While listening to Eye of the Tiger. Yeah, just some kind of training montage. I'm usually pretty good at skates, but. <laughs> You're good at skates. Yeah, but I'm worried that I'm gonna just. Bail. Eat it. Just eat it real yeah, bad I, in front of, like, the premiere. Actually, yeah. <laughs> The last time I uh, went skating was with you at that rink, and I fell and hurt my wrist, and then I had to get, like, physiotherapy for it. Oh, I don't even remember that. It was so long ago. That was Jesus. probably nine years ago. Oh my god. Yeah, it was when I was in the dreadnoughts. Mm-hmm. That was a real problem that I'd hurt my wrist. Oh yeah, right, because <laughs> you have to, like, play an instrument. Yeah, which is, yeah, it's great to not have to, now that I stopped playing an instrument, now I don't have to go play a, a gig tonight, so, quit, that's the, that's the moral of the story, quit everything you do. 
<laughs> and then you won't have to do things. Yeah, that's that's true. So that's just November Katie talking. Don't listen to her. She's a bitch. Yeah. I'm wondering. I'm just like, I kind of want to just take a taxi out to Burnaby so I don't even have to drive myself. That's how lazy I feel. Oh my goodness. Do you want to be born on a litter? Yeah. Yeah. Just play me in. Yeah. I'll just set up my cello on like a platform and people can just roll me in. <laughs> just feed you grapes. <laughs> I mean, that would be nice. That's the hedonism bot school of cello playing. Yeah. Yeah. And just like, I'll just sit there. People can just like put cocktails in my face while I play. It's the benefit of having the loop station is that you like loop something really pretty and then you just put your instrument down and go get an appetizer and then come back and sit down and pick it up again. <laughs> you, you music witch. Mm -hmm. You... You atmospheric monster. Yes. I love it. I like to create the ambiance. It's when I was like, it's fun to book a gig because people sometimes don't know what they want. And so you have to help them. It's like any kind of client-based services. Like, no, 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 trust me. Like, you're hiring me. I'm a professional. I can do what you want. I can read the room, you know. It's like, well, we don't want anything to this or to that or whatever. I'm like, trust me. I will set the tone. It'll be great. But this, yeah, this gig, they were like, we don't really know. We just heard that you're good at musics. I don't know what you do. That's true. I don't know what you do, and I don't know what even, like, a cellist would do in a thing, but we just want to, like, have you just, like, sit around and, like, and, like, yeah, sit around and play background music while people talk and drink you cocktails know. and network and stuff. And she's like, yeah, exactly. I'm like, okay, yeah, it's great. Like this, yeah, you're not the first people who thought this up, yeah. for the record. Yeah. It's, Everybody wants this at a party. It's super elegant. Yeah, it's actually like the easiest fucking gig too, because I just get to sit there and make stuff up. Oh my god, I gotta, oh, I gotta get you like that good, good university gig money. Ooh. That would be pretty tight, I bet. Mm -hmm. I'm just trying to think, because I've been press ganged into doing a bunch of uh, event planning. Okay. So, if they're like, Katie, do you know anybody? I'd be like, whoa, let me consult Seems my like little black book. Seems like a conflict of interest in a way, but actually, no, I don't know how. <laughs> no, that's just that's just networking. Yeah, that's true. It's just nepotism. I'm, I'm extremely paranoid about conflict of interest. It's, not, <laughs> it's really funny, though, like... Uh, the the way that women look out for each other. We're like, oh, is this okay? Like, is it okay that we're doing this? It's like, oh, men have been doing it for a really, really, really fucking long time. That's true. Long time. We have to use what we can to our advantage. Mm -hmm. We gotta show a little titty sometimes. I'm just kidding. Don't no, do that. don't do that. Don't do that. God. Unless you really want to, in which case, follow your bliss. That was the Jackie and Laurie show. I don't know if you listened to the most recent episode. There's like a comedy club where a booker was like, yeah, send me a picture of your boobs and you'll get stage time. Oh, Just kidding. I mean, unless you're going to do it. Just kidding. I mean, maybe if you want to do it. And people were, like, doing it. Oh, God, that's awful. Because comics wanted stage time. And so their, like, their thing was just, like, treat yourself like a comic. Like, comics don't get treated that well anyway. But, like, at least treat yourself like a comic and yeah. not, like, you know. Yeah. So I think that guy got fired. So. I would expect so. I would be like, okay, but it's just going to be a picture of the boobs. The rest of it is a nightmare. <laughs> the boobs just, themselves are pretty ace. Just your right nipple. <laughs> just, yeah, I'll draw a little happy face on it. News is the new logo for the comedy club. Nip slip comedy club. I mean, that's not... It's better than, like... Chuckle fuckers. Yeah. <laughs> that's not a comedy club, but that's exactly what I was going to say to you. I know. I know, I saw it. Rooster, behind rooster tea feathers. Rooster tea feathers. Zanies, all of those. God, yeah, you kind of have to, like, the comedy mix has to be the most neutral name for a comedy club that's ever existed. Mm -hmm. Other than, like, the comedy cellar or, like, the comedy hole <laughs> or something. 
That's what I'm going to call my comedy club, the comedy hole. Yeah, put it in the comedy hole. <laughs> it's just like, the chuckle bucket. <laughs> That's very good. That has to exist. I'm Googling it. <laughs> I think, at least if you're like, if you're like passing the hat for like a show, you could be like, okay, put it, in the, put, put it bu- in the chuckle bucket. The chuckle bucket. Ooh, she's real time Googling. Yeah, it's the best thing on a podcast. Okay. The chuckle bucket. (laughs) Fuck! (laughs) The Urban Dictionary. The Urban Dictionary defines chuckle bucket as... The chuckle bucket is used to describe the area between the base of one's nutsack and their asshole. It is used instead of words like taint or gooch in order to make it talking about the areas in public seem more socially acceptable. The chuckle bucket is your taint? Won't be so funny when I ram three fingers through your chuckle bucket is the example. Oh no, 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 no. Okay, so the chuckle bucket comedy club is in fact, uh, it is a fictitious comedy club from Family Guy, so oh. we're as funny as Family Guy writers, at least. Oh no, that makes me concerned. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna take an extra shower today, for sure. <laughs> A silkwood shower, where I scrub myself most heartily. Yeah, just get that. The filth. Seth MacFarlane stank off you. Yes. Stench MacFarlane, more like. <laughs> His fantastic speaking voice that he doesn't deserve. Mm-hmm. I wish I could sound that cool. With so much gravitas. All I want is gravitas. Yeah. It's kind of hard to have gravitas when you've got bright blue spiky hair. Hey. Fuck you. (laughs) I definitely, um, I saw the new Thor movie. It was very cute. And uh, I won't spoil it, but there is a whole planet where everybody looks like me. Nice. And Jeff Goldblum is the grandmaster of this planet. And I'm like, take me to your planet even though you're mean. <laughs> you're so hot with your dumb face. I love it. <laughs> That's perfect. That's yeah. just the perfect casting for your planet. For <laughs> my planet, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. I will be the queen of this planet. And he will be my king. Consort. Because I'm in charge. <laughs> Obviously I'm in charge. Obviously. Obviously. Okay, well that actually kind of cheered me up a little bit. Oh, good. <laughs> Good, good, good. Chuckle bucket. The chuckle bucket. Put it in the fuck it bucket. Let's see. What else, what else, what else? Phoning it in on a Thursday afternoon. With a lot of construction noise. With a lot of construction noise in the background. Hey, it's an up and coming place, everybody. It's the Brooklyn of Vancouver. It's exactly the same as Brooklyn here. Yeah. There's no difference. Lots of wedding dress stores. Yep, which I understand Brooklyn to be exactly like. No, it's not. Um, I was in a place with a thing. I completely forgot what I was going to say just now. It was gone. Something about construction. Something about Brooklyn. Hey, Brooklyn. When you were walking here in New York? I'm walking here. Uh... Hmm. Nope. I lost it. Okay. Anyway. Yeah, they just keep building shit everywhere. We need it. They won't stop. We need places for people to live, but so keep building shit, but then make it... Livable. Yeah, so that people can actually live in it. Oh, I remember what I was going to say. It wasn't that yes. funny, but it was, uh, it was, it was not even funny at all. It's just about housing, actually, because, um, a friend of mine posted, uh... 
a listing for, he lives in one of those really cool art lofts that's on, ooh, ooh that's sort of just a little bit east of Main Street and close to the Skytrain station. And he posted another one in his building, and it's a loft. It's, so it's one bedroom. It's going for $2,200. Gross. They're huge, beautiful spaces, sure, but, like, that's so much money. That's so much money. You'd have to be able to, like, have at least two people living there paying $1,100 a month. That's crazy, right? Like, no. this is bonkers. I couldn't. Couldn't. I really want a loft. <laughs> uh, yeah, I just want a lot of money. Where can I get that loft money at? Yeah. Oh, who are we talking to? There's, like, somebody that uh, reframed capitalism and stuff where it's, like, it's not that the, like, consumption is unethical under capitalism. It's production is unethical under capitalism. Because, right. like, we can't really get away from consuming things. Yeah. It's very difficult. Like, you need to get stuff, but they're all very unethically produced. Mm -hmm. So if we can change the production... Change the means of production. Change the means of production. Make it less gross and stuff. But, like, for now, I, like, can't afford to buy anything that's not, like, a cheap, shitty, like, $10 Forever 21 shirt or whatever. Yeah, I, like, I just looked at... You know, clothes that are not necessarily made ethically, but are just made better. Mm -hmm. Um, like the tall people store that sometimes I have to go to <laughs> to buy shoes or pants. <laughs> tall people store. Tall people store, which is, is you it, know, it's made for very thin tall people, so it's not great. Like, they do make lots of plus size stuff. Long but... Tall Sally? Yeah. Which is great. Like, thank you for that, Long Tall Sally. By the way, it also used to be called Tall Girl, which is just stupid. Mm -hmm. It's the name of their shoe side of things. Tall Crest and Tall Girl. Tall crest. And now they're just long, tall Sally. Which is such a fucking weird name for a store. It's like Sarah Plain and Tall, right? Yeah. Like, it's not a very nice name. Anyway, long, tall Sally. Yeah, so you were looking at clothes in the... You better slow your long, tall down. Oh, God. <laughs> I don't know why I hate that song so much. I don't know either, but yeah, uh, I gotta go in there. And they, like, jeans are $180. Yep. I can't... I fucking afford that. I have a really well-paying job, and I only work three days a week, but it's money that you should be able to afford to live on, right? Because it's way more than what somebody with working minimum wage makes, mm -hmm. working full-time, which is crazy. Yeah. Ugh. It's all bad. Ah, what's good? <laughs> we gotta fucking, we got ten minutes, so we gotta f good things. Just list them. Let's, is this a gratitude exercise? <laughs> In Sweet Laundry. So good. <laughs> I love it. I have it. It's the best. Um, a roof over my head's good. Yeah, totally. Definitely into owning a home is pretty That's sick. Great. I like that I have a relatively stable rental situation. Got a nice home life. Mm -hmm. It's pretty good. It's, my roommate is, I realized, a climate change denier and an anti-vaxxer, so that's fun. What? <laughs> Your roommate's a huge hippie. How can you be a climate change denier? He was talking to somebody in the house about, like, well, haha, see, like, uh, they said it would snow today, but it's not snowing, and they think that they can predict the weather, like, 50 years from now, and none of that's true. The meteorology's bunk. Like, he's really just, like... Wow. He thinks, like... He notices that the, like, climate is different, but he's just like, that's just a natural phenomenon of the world. It's not anything that... We're, and I'm like, how about 
like, poisoning the earth. Oh, yeah, that should stop and everything, but there's no climate change because of human whatever. Like, oh, there super is, yeah. And I don't okay. want to argue about that at, like, 8 in the morning when I'm trying to make coffee. Nope. <laughs> so, coffee? So that's fun. And he's a huge anti-vaxxer. That's a frustrating thing. Um, well, I'm just going to get vaccinated twice. Yeah. Sorry, we were talking about good things. I love the rest of my home life. He's, <laughs> he's very nice and very chill roommate, but, yeah, those things. As long as I don't talk to him about that stuff, and I never comment on what he's reading, like, Common Ground magazine. <laughs> oh, God, yeah, I used to work at an organic market, and we gave those out like candy, which we did not have. Because it was an organic market. Just kidding. Fruit is nature's candy. <laughs> Fruit is nature's candy. Um, something to be grateful for. Uh, let's see. Things are better for me, I guess, like just than they have been. So I'm in a better mood. You know, when we were podcasting with Noel on the island, I was feeling really chill and happy to be there. Mm -hmm. And that was good. And so my mood's been a little bit better, even though things are still pretty bad. Um, but yeah, it's, it's Tessa's birthday coming up and she's got people coming from out of town just to see her that's for nice. her birthday and celebrate her and stuff like that. And I just think that that's a really lovely development because, you know, she's not from here originally. And for the longest time, all of her friends were just my friends and we just sort of opened up the circle to include her. But over the last couple of years, she's been trying to build her own community and that's been very successful. And I'm just really proud of her for that. That's very nice. It's very, see, there's a good, nice, good thing. Like she's still playing gay sports and, and just, you know, having games groups with girls and, uh, with past grass, guess past grass, uh, Avery Alder, who mm -hmm. is a games maker. Um, Tessa does games night with her. Really? Yeah. Nice. Which is super great. You know, like it, it's just, she's, she's got this wonderful community of interesting people, largely trans women, uh, so she's got like a community of equals, which is a really wonderful thing. And that makes me super happy, and she's become more of her own person as a result. And that's great. That is so nice. Yeah, it's super nice. I love, I love my life. <laughs> Gross. I love being able to say that in the Borat voice. I'm just looking at Katie, like... <laughs> Disapprovingly, but also with love. Yeah. As usual. I mean, that's, 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 that's pretty much what it always that's is. That's how we do. <laughs> that is generally what we do. Um, I mean, that's a pretty nice thing, and we've done almost an hour. If we, we could do more of nothing. <laughs> I'm sure the people would... If you've listened this far, you're a true mensch. You're a trooper. And, uh, yeah. You're here for a long time, not a good time today. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, signing off, we're sorry... We love We'll you. try to do better. I don't know. This, like, honestly, yeah, my new job is taking hard. up a lot of my time. It's very hard. I feel very stressed out a lot, and I don't have a lot of energy to expend on this project that I love so much, which is the podcast, so I really hope that we keep doing it, and I'm sorry that I'm in a slump right now. It's but. okay. It's okay to be in a slump, and, you know, we'll get some fresh blood, and hopefully just have a little bit of fucking time. Yeah. You can bank some so you can take February and go be a dilettante. I sure do want to go somewhere warm. I've never done that before. So that's... Go toast your buns. Yeah. Okay, I love you. Okay, I love you too. Bye. Bye. <laughs>